there! Welcome to episode 142 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. When discussing the most important titles Nintendo produced for the Famicom, names like Mario, Metroid, Donkey Kong, and Samus come to mind. But nestled in right there next to them is Kid Icarus, an oddball that has a fascinating legacy, yet never really managed to catch on the same way the other heavy hitters did. But here on Waveback, we love Pitt and his misadventures, so we're celebrating his birthday by listening to some great music spanning his career. Put on your three sacred treasures, because tonight we celebrate the 35th anniversary of Kid Icarus. Well, hello, Matt. Hello, Chris. How the heck are you? I'm heckin' all right. Well, heckin' heckity <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I don't know what the hell's going on. Oh, I don't either. I never do, but it's one of the things that makes this show so much fun to listen to. Uh, sure. Hey, at least one person out there had our, like, because everyone's post- posting their Spotify things for the end of the year. At least one I person how, how to do that. had us in their top five, which yeah. made me very happy to see. And if I'm not mistaken, that was uh, Bedroth. I think so. I'm going to go ahead and... Poke the old uh, Discord here, and yep, that was Bedroth. Also, uh, <laughs> Perigriff was on his uh, square bottom cat <laughs> on this list that we played during an episode for a brief moment uh, a while back. So you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> for everything, for all of it. Uh, so tonight, to tonight, today, whenever the heck you're listening to it, we're doing a. Uh, we're, we're closing out our year of anniversaries with um, Kid Icarus, which is an interesting one to go about because we've there are only three Kid Icarus games, and we've covered two of them. But the third one uh, is, well, it's, it's awesome. It's got a massive soundtrack uh, and could be an episode on its own, but doesn't really celebrate the original Kid Icarus release. So we're going to listen to a few duplicate tracks uh, and a few covers and things to that effect, and I think it's going to be it's going to be a hoot. A hoot, you say? I do say. Um, so I guess you know we don't really have a whole big history to go go through. It's you know was released 35 years ago on the Famicom Disk System as uh, Myth of Light: Palutena's Mirror, and uh, so we're actually pretty much ready to start. You good to go? I'm always good to go. Oh, that's all I hear about you. Hey, did you read that in the bathroom? Because I wrote it big enough. <laughs> Matt, DTF. Whoa. I mean, yes, but... Down to freaking listen to some music. (laughs) I like that the last word is one word. It is. It's all one word. (laughs) All right, so uh, a while back, we covered um, the original Kid Icarus. What episode number was that? I meant to do that before. And wave back Kid Icarus. Okay, so way back in episode 41, we celebrated uh, oh. um, the 30th anniversary of Kid Icarus. That was five years ago. Good times. So It was almost a, almost exactly 100 episodes ago. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty wild. <laughs> that's so... Um, that, that's the first thing that hit me. So let's see. Episode 41 was uh, Kid Icarus, and then episode 81 was Kid Icarus of Myths and Monsters. That was... Um, so when did we do this? Uh, it was July of 2017 was when uh, we recorded that one. And I did it myself. 
looks like Vicky wasn't there or you weren't there. I just the show notes are Chris flies solo to help celebrate the 30th anniversary of the kid at Chris Vernius. So, all right. I don't remember exactly what tracks I picked for this one. So we're just going to go ahead and do what I think I didn't because I didn't have a copy of this song in my iTunes, which we're is flying blind, we're flying blind. Uh, so the first track we're going to listen to is the title theme from the original Famicom Disk System version of Kid Icarus, a.k.a. Myth of Light, Palutena's Mirror. Uh, I'm pretty sure we used the NES, all the NES stuff on that original episode. And this is the Disk System version, which is slightly different, kind of similar to like Zelda 1 and Zelda 2. Uh, so let's go ahead and give it a listen. Here is the Kid Icarus theme, or title theme, from... Myth of Light, Palutena's Mirror for the Famicom Disk System by Hirokazu Tanaka. Enjoy. And <laughs> so fucked. abruptly. I love it. <laughs> I don't know why. That's cracking me up so much. <laughs> it does kind of end on a little fart there. Uh, yeah, I uh, I mean, I love this song. I love this song so, so much. And the disc system version, I have this weird... I, I, I like the NES version of the original Zelda theme hands down more than the disc system version. Um, mm-hmm. I like the disc system version of the Zelda 2 theme hands down better uh, than the NES version. The Metroid theme, I think, is an intri- it's, it's like a tie to me. But mm-hmm. this one, I have a, this one's a, a really weird one because I don't like that instrument choice, that that you know that the, the the fart the the trumpet or whatever it is the fart it's you know the fart <laughs> yeah you know the, the, the fart it's um it's kind of like um I I almost feel like the mixing is off like it's too loud it's overpowering the rest of the the rest of the instruments but there's so much more stuff going on and there and there's so many more parts of it that seem so much more cohesive and pretty in this version as opposed to that big, loud, bassy uh, leads lead sound. So, uh-huh. it's, it, I have a hard time. I love both of them, don't get me wrong. And the original NES, the not original, the NES version of this is far more shrill than this. Like, it's, yeah. it, it's, it's kind of abrasive at points, but the composition's always been so good that it's never bothered me all that much. But hearing this version, I think, is a really cool comparison. And 
of just a delightful piece of music. Um, I, you know, I don't have a ton of, um, uh, Kid Icarus experience. Um, I know this is really, like, one of your favorites. Um, for me, I didn't really get to play any of them. Um, but I know enough about Kid Icarus that I can sit here and say, like, this song is intrinsically Kid Icarus. Like, if you didn't tell me, I would say, like, mm, is this from, like, Bubble Bobble or, like, Ice Climbers or Kid Icarus? You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. it has a very bouncy, wistful, uh, adventure angelic sort of tone to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, oh, a funny, funny thought, uh, side note. The only Kid Icarus that I really have a lot of um, experience with is the, the cartoon they did... You know, with Simon Belmont and the Eggplant Wizard and the Captain N. Is that it? Captain N the Game Master, yes. Captain N the Game Master, or that's what it Kit was. It was called Kid Icarus. Like, his name was Kid Icarus. Right, exactly. I, I spent years uh, doodling um, the uh, the Eggplant uh, Wizard in my, my margins in school and stuff. But um, anyway... Uh, I, I enjoyed this a lot. There's uh, you know, there's a there's a big sense of nostalgia for me. Not just uh, again, not, I, I can't I can't tie it back to my you know playthroughs of Kid Icarus, but it it ties back to a lot of like playing old Nintendo games and and really just kind of being that particular age and stuff. So it's um it's an interesting track because again, no 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 real tie to anything particular, but like a harken a nod back to when I was a kid and, like, you know, I didn't have to be an adult. <laughs> yeah, really, it's uh, it's always nice to remember times when you didn't have to be an adult. And I remember the first time I played, I was fascinated by Kid Icarus way before I actually got to play the game. Similar to you, I'd seen, you know, Pit in uh, Captain and the Game Master and the Eggplant Wizard and stuff. Like, well, this is just super cool. And I had these... Nintendo power game calendars that had like this just amazing artwork of Kid Icarus in it and you know they were listed on those now you're playing with power posters and I was just it just looked like all right well here is a um this this other thing that is uh on the same level as Mario Donkey Kong Zelda and Metroid and I've never played this one and I gotta find it and uh, I eventually got a copy of it from a local game store called uh, Microplay out in Summers Point, and I just played the heck out of it. And I thought it was such a weird and cool game. It was really hard, um, but it was also like you know, super fun and super interesting. And uh, you know, I've I'd been I've been a fan ever since. Mostly, like a lot of it came from the mythology, you know. Uh, but. There you go. Sounds good to me, man. Alrighty, uh, let's see. Let's move on to the next track. Uh, so the next track is um, <laughs> just just one more time. Uh, I since I had never heard any of the music before, I remember putting in that NES cartridge and it started up right away. I didn't have to mess with it at all. And as soon as it started up with that music, I was just like, "Oh, this is great! I love this already." <laughs> so I was totally into it. <laughs> Uh, and then I started the game, and you heard this next song that we're going to listen to, which is uh, Underworld from Kid Icarus, which is what I always thought was cool about the game is you start in the underworld and you work your way all the way up to the sky because the story was that you were thrown in the dungeon uh, and you're rescuing the goddess Palutena and you're like the only guard left um, because you're you're kind of underestimated because Pit is an angel who can't use, he can't use his wings, he can't fly. 
Uh, and I always loved that about him. Like, I just loved that whole premise. So, um, he's starting in the underworld. Now, we listened to the original version in our previous episode. So, tonight we're going to listen to, today, whatever the hell this is, we're going to listen to... Yeah, uh, I don't know where I am. ...a very wonderful cover of this by Sam Griffin. We've listened to some of his acoustic works uh, relatively recently on the show. I can't remember exactly what, but he is a wonderful classical guitarist who does some amazing covers of amazing video game tunes. So here is Sam Griffin's cover of Underworld from Kid Icarus, originally composed by Hirokazu Tanaka. Enjoy. indeed a uh that wasn't one of those sort of video game covers where it's a you know recording themselves all the different parts that together that was classical guitar style played at the same time there's a video of it on youtube i'll link to in the show notes uh that's really cool to watch and it's a great take on that song absolutely i i really enjoy uh how much love you know video games get but especially like the music you know, it's so easy, uh, I think, to find... You can throw a rock and see how many people, you know, recreate art from the game, you know? And I'm not poo-pooing on any of them, because, you know, you guys deserve credit, too. But the musicians that go out and they, you know, they reimagine tracks, they cover it strictly the way it was meant, uh, you know, originally intended, I should say. It's just fantastic. And then, so, like, you get something like this where it's just a, a simple classical guitar and it just sounds gorgeous you know just the right amount of reverb just a great composition you know played by someone who's like yep i get it let's do it and and there it is yeah i i, I agree it's it's a really cool take on it it sounds wonderful it's very it's it's completely accurate every single note seems to be just torn exactly from the original version and i, I love love this track it's an original form and i love this fancy new one so let's keep going let's keep the celebration going my 35 year old pit uh this next one is uh basically the same song uh just a totally different flavor of it this is underworld 
Uh, but this time it is from Super Smash Brothers Brawl, uh, which was the uh-huh. first Smash Brothers game that had Pit in it. I'm pretty sure we listened to this during our um, uh, Kid Icarus Smash Brothers episode. Um, but this, it, just because it's such a wonderful reinvention of this song, uh, this is by Shogo Sakai, who did this arrangement, and it's a lot of fun. So let's give it a listen. Here is Underworld from Super Smash Brothers Brawl.
Alrighty, that was Underworld from Super Smash Brothers Brawl, as per, as uh, arranged, performed, not performed, uh, arranged by Shogo Sakai, uh, which incorporated uh, you know basically the main Underworld theme and the Grim Reaper theme uh, at the end there. <laughs> I remember talking with you about this one prior previously. Okay, I can only imagine what the hell I said. You were very confused by the Grim Reaper theme because you weren't familiar with that aspect of Kid Icarus. Right. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I love this rendition of it. I love that it incorporated that bizarre uh, Grim Reaper uh, thing. That That's just a... What a good time. <laughs> I like I like this one a lot. It was also really cool to you know hear Pitt's like Kid Icarus music done up in the Smash Brothers style because the franchise had been dead for so long and then they just revived it for Smash and I couldn't have been happier so I don't know I like this one what'd you think I <laughs> so <laughs> alright so I'm I'm vaguely remembering it because honestly like I, I have it still kind of playing a little bit I kind of rewound it a little bit the the second half which I assume is the Grim Reaper theme it doesn't make sense because I but it's funny Okay, oh wait, two thoughts, sorry. Two th <laughs> it's weird, because you just hummed it right at the exact moment. That's so bizarre. <laughs> I'm amazing. Um, sorry, I'm having two thoughts. So, it's weird because you think Grim Reaper, you think like, ooh, spooky, you know, evil, dark. And, and then here's this very playful piece of music. And the two just don't go together. But the funniest part is, that's one of my favorite parts of this song. Because like, uh, what's the, I guess, harmonically? It's not even a word, probably not, I don't know. Uh, the, the, the notes being played are very, uh, almost against each other. The way they, to their, like, they have, like, a, a dissonance about them. Mm -hmm. Where it's just like, what? And, um, I think it's brilliant. I think it's absolutely brilliant, and I love it. And then, yeah. They, they do that one little line, and it sounds like, oh, you're being cheeky. And then it kind of, the second piece comes in with it, like, oh, okay. And then it's just like, ba 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 boom, boom. And then, like, oh, excuse me, tough guy. I didn't know that's what we were doing. Um, and I think it's, I think it's great. Yeah, that's, uh, what's it, the, uh, that last bit is, um, what the heck? Uh, that last bit is the game over music. So it's just while the Grim Reaper is just freaking the heck out. And then that that's the game over music. So Gotcha. Okay. Good times. I I agree. I thought it was great. And yeah, you're right. It is. It's it's absolutely very cool to get to hear some of the old 8-bit and 16-bit stuff done over, you know, symphonically, or you know, at least get as you put it, the, um, the Smash Brothers treatment. Mm -hmm. It's very just cool. Yes. Because I think sometimes, I think sometimes as as gamers, as fans of the franchises or whatever, we can hear exactly what it is they were going for, mm -hmm. and you're you're like you hear it in your head, and you're just like, yeah, man, this would be great, and like I can almost like touch it and then someone does it and you're like yes that's exactly it and you just feel so like vindicated nailed it nailed it anyways all right let's keep going 
Uh, this next one we listened to relatively recently. Um, that was back in, what did I say, episode 80-something was uh, when we did Kid Icarus of Myths and Monsters, which is the Game Boy sequel to Kid Icarus, and it's a fantastic game. Uh, corrects a lot of issues from the first game, has slightly less of a personality, but I still think it is a phenomenal game. Um, and this one is the Underworld theme, which is a really... A, a, a song that I just, just stuck with me forever, and it was written by we have no idea. Just, cool. Uh, it was uh, this is one of those games that um, Tose did, and they didn't credit anybody, so we don't know who wrote it. But uh, whoever did did a good job. So here is Underworld <laughs> from Kid Icarus of Myths and Monsters. Enjoy. That was the Underworld theme from uh, Kid Icarus of Myths and Monsters for Game Boy. How'd that one make you feel? Do you even remember it? <laughs> Do I remember it? Uh, I barely remember yesterday. <laughs> so that's kind of problematic. But uh, that's more about me than it is about this show. That being said, um, no, I, I don't remember it, but I, I love this. I love this a lot. It was from, we recorded it in June of 2019. What? Nothing happened to me before 2020. I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. I just emerged or appeared in 2020 and I wasn't happy. I just remember not being happy. Um, <laughs> no, I, I... Yeah, no, I don't remember. Well, that is okay. I'm glad you enjoyed it this time. I love this track. I love this song so wait, much. Did I, wait, did I not like it or something? No, you liked it the last time, too. Oh, good. If I, I'm nothing if not consistent. <laughs> I feel good about that. All right, go ahead. Proceed. Yeah, no, that's that. that that's <laughs> that's it. It's such a fun little triumphant adventure song, you know? Like, yes. It just makes me feel like I'm getting ready to go on a big old adventure, and it uh, is uh, everything I could have wanted from... Uh, uh, from a Kid Icarus sequel song. Um, the rest of the soundtrack is also pretty solid. I don't think it matches up to uh, the 
much like the rest of the game. It doesn't quite match the personality of the first game, but it's still really good, and gameplay-wise, it, it fixes a lot of stuff that, um, uh, like a, a couple of issues that the original game had. Uh, mm-hmm. But this this song, just as a, as a piece of music, is just super fun, and I wish I knew who wrote it so I could properly credit them uh, with a song that's been stuck in my head for for ages now. Yeah, it that, that kind of stinks, you know, to to not be able because i mean like i i'm a, i'm like you like oh i love giving credit where credit's due especially when it's great great stuff uh and that's kind of a bummer if anybody knows you know please hit us up reach out we'll we'll make an addendum on another episode we don't know we'll, we'll figure it out we'll we'll give credit yeah i mean i even contacted nintendo about this uh i emailed tose about it a few years ago i i, I called nintendo support and saw if i could get through to somebody who knew and they actually like started asking around and seeing if they could help me but nobody was able to able to get the information for me and it's like man this is a this, this is a game that has no credits <laughs> it's 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 a bunch of people worked on it we'll never know yeah we'll never know who so anyways uh, we're gonna take one last trip back to uh the original kid icarus here before we spend pretty much the rest of the episode on um uh, kid icarus uprising because there's so much joy in there that we haven't listened to and this is uh, one of the, the 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 frontiersmen, one of the the, the frontliners, the the pioneers. That's the word I was looking for of the uh, video game cover band, uh, the Mini Bosses. This is uh, their cover of the Kid Icarus Underworld theme from uh, their album Brass. Uh, they do have another Kid Icarus cover on Brass Two, which goes through a handful of the songs in the game, but it's 12 minutes long. <laughs> so I figured I'll probably just leave that for the credits. <laughs> the end or, of- you know, you guys can go do that on your own. Yeah, you can go do that on your own, because I think at least four or five of those minutes are just the Grim Reaper theme played on guitar. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. It's just... <laughs> I, it sounds like I know what I'm doing after this recording. Yeah, it's 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 something. But uh, this is the much shorter uh, and totally wonderful cover of Kid Icarus by the Mini Bosses. Enjoy.
absolutely magnificent. <laughs> I love a good guitar scrape. <laughs> right? It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> uh, that that just fills me with joy, right? Like like the moment it started, I just started smiling and I kind of haven't stopped. Like I'm still thinking about it and I'm like that was just those guys are great. I love the mini bosses. Oh, they're so good. And like that was such a revelation to me at the time. Like I they were the first band I had ever heard that was video game covers. Like that was their thing. And I was like this is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. And then that that whole you know concept kind of exploded. There's, you know, video game cover bands and cover musicians all over YouTube and, and everywhere in I the had, world, but to 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 give the audience a, a wee taste of what I was thinking cuz and it's only because you mentioned it just now. What I wanted to do was expand the Waveback uh, kind of universe. And one of the things I was looking into and I had started reaching out to bands like the mini bosses and other you know uh the advantage and things like that was i wanted to do a video series and i wanted to go and interview some of these bands and talk about you know the stuff that you talk about with bands what got you into this what was your this and that and you know and then i swear to you i'm not even kidding 2020 hit i was working on it at the end of 2019 i started to put out feelers 2020 looped around i was like all right great you know i'm gonna plot and nope sorry that's not a thing anymore and i was so bummed about it and i think about it very often and i'm my hope is that i can attempt to get back to it because as much as i love doing this show with you chris and i really really do it's a lot of fun it's opened my eyes to a lot of stuff that i a don't remember b never listened to c never played um i'm a i'm a video guy i'm a production guy mm-hmm. and so i wanted to like I was like, how can I put my thumbprint on something a little? How can I have my own little? And this is what I came up with, and uh, so bummed that it has to just sit on the shelf. So for all you guys and gals uh, listening, if you think that's pretty cool, you know, shoot us a message over at our Discord. Shoot me a message over at Discord. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll, I'll get back on that horse just for you guys. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a wonderful idea. I would. I, I, I'd watch it. <laughs> oh, thanks, bud. <laughs> well, uh, uh, on, on that note, uh, it's time to, to jump into the second half of this, of this episode, of this celebration of all things Kid Icarus, and start listening to some music from a uh, game that we've listened to a few tracks on from a couple of specials, but have not really properly hit on this show, which is the outstandingly amazing uh, Kid Icarus Uprising for Nintendo 3DS. This was... Um, a project that Sakurai worked on between Smash Brothers games uh, that properly resurrected Kid Icarus, and it's an outstanding game that I wish would get ported to Switch so that more people could play it, uh, and also so that it could get uh, reprogrammed with some a little bit less insane controls, because, uh, you know, making this game work on the 3DS involved, like, crazy touchscreen controls that really worked for some of it and really took some getting used to for others, but... Either way, uh, this game has, like Smash Brothers, an amazing soundtrack that's composed by a ton of different artists. Um, so the artists that we have primarily attributed here uh, are Motoi Sakaruba, Yuzo Koshiro, Masafumi Takada, Noriyuki Iwadare, Nakahiro Nishi, and Yasunori Mitsuda. Now there were more 
I believe there were more than this that actually worked on the game in total on like a couple individual tracks, but like even that list right there, Yasunori Mitsuda and Yuzo Koshiro alone is like, well, all right. <laughs> so um, this first one that we're going to listen to is a bit of a departure for the kind of stuff we usually listen to on this show, uh, because this is a really, really, really chill track. This is the solo menu theme that I uh, just I love this song so much. It's gorgeous. And... Uh, it's a bit on the long side, but, you know, deal with it. It's great. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Here is Solo Menu from Kid Icarus Uprising. Enjoy. Thank you. 
right, that was Solo Menu from Kid Icarus Uprising. And that I love that guitar riff that starts it. Mm-hmm. I, I just love that riff. It's so pretty. <laughs> and uh, the whole thing is just this gorgeous, calm, sweeping tune. And it's so perfect for this little menu area because it's between stages. You go back to this, like... I don't know, like hallway or temple or whatever it is, and you just choose these different doors to go through to go to the different stages, and it's just such a it's such a magnificent piece that did not need to be that long. It was one of those things that you just you didn't need to go this hard on this one, but but thanks, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for doing so. It's, it's, it's a menu tune. Didn't need to be didn't need to be that long, but I'm glad did, that didn't it need is. to be a classic banger. <laughs> love it, absolutely love it. I'm I'm right right with you. Uh, it's the only word that comes to mind is gorgeous. Like it's just a gorgeous piece of music. Um, I don't know, man. I could see this in like a Pixar film, right at the point where it tugs at your heartstrings and your kid looks at you and you're like, "You crying?" You're like, "I'm not crying. You're crying." <laughs> you know, um, shut up, eat your popcorn. I'm not crying. Um, it's fantastic the flute i think is what really does it for me like i agree with you the guitar piece is beautiful but that flute there's something about a well-placed flute like uh you know my my normal job for many years if you guys don't remember has been live sound and i've kind of uh, run the gamut of all kinds of bands i've done you know jazz bands and metal bands and wedding bands and you know latin bands it's crazy and every time someone plays a flute i'm like ugh, here comes a flute because usually it's just so like, ugh. Mm-hmm. But this, this is beautiful. It's used so tastefully. It's just, it's just enough to give it uh, an air of fantasy. Yeah, fantasy. That's the word I want. Yeah. Um, it's just gorgeous. It's just a gorgeous uh, uh, piece of music. And I can't, I can't say the word gorgeous enough. So I'm gonna stop saying it. <laughs> it's all. It's. It's also incredibly soothing. Is probably one of the words that I yes really uh, associate with this one. Good. I I could absolutely see like drifting off to this, and I have. Uh, this is on my go to sleep. Damn it playlist. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, fantastic. All right, so uh, let us continue with uh, the the Kid Icarus Uprising here, uh, and the next track we're going to listen to is called Chapter One: The Return of Palutena. Uh, this is one of the times where they reprise some music from the original game, uh, but this is also from the opening stage, which is really, really awesome. It's one of the on-rails levels. Um, there's a lot of really, really bombastic set pieces in the background. Uh, so because these are on-rails, the music is very tailored to the events that are happening, um, which is one of the cool things about this game's soundtrack. So let's give this one a listen. This is Chapter 1, Return of Palutena from Kid Icarus Uprising. Enjoy!
quite a ride, huh? Yeah, for a moment there, I was like, I was getting ready to start talking, and then you <laughs> didn't say anything, and then the music started again, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, there's a lot there. There's a lot to digest. Um, again, I'm going to use the word gorgeous. It's all beautiful, gorgeous music, like very sweeping, very, um, dare I say, epic. Um, you know, very much the journey, the saga, like, let's go on this big, big adventure. Yeah, the, um, so it's, it's, it's always interesting hearing these particular songs from this soundtrack out of context because like I said these are on these on rails levels and these are really mm-hmm. written more like a score than your, a, a traditional video game soundtrack because it's all tied to events and there's voice acting going throughout the entire thing like right. one of the fun things about this game is that its story is told while you're playing it instead of during you know, cutscenes which there are a few cutscenes sure but a lot of the dialogue and stuff is happening while you're playing and doing the action sequences. So, like during those, you know, silent segments between, quote, like between songs, it, it kind of, like there's there's dialogue happening. There's there's lots of things happening, and you can tell kind of earlier on where everything gets all doom and gloom, where you see Medusa's back and she's like gigantic and such an amazing design too. They redesigned that character so so brilliantly. And she wasn't even the real villain of the game, which is like, man, this game, this, the, the, the final villain of this game is Hades, and he is amazing. <laughs> He's just this wonderful, evil delight of a villain. Uh, the voice acting in this game is so great. Um, but this opening stage was just, it was so perfect, and this, this music matched everything so, so well, and really just, just kicked off what kind of adventure you were about to embark on. So, love this track. Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, exactly what you just said about like it's. I mean, I'm I'm I, I kind of almost want to play the game. Oh, I would I heartily recommend this game if you have a 3DS. If you haven't played Kid Icarus I, Uprising, it's really one of the most yeah, impressive 3DS games ever. I put on that. System. No, I I don't. It's one of the ones I've always wanted, but I can never really justify buying it. Yeah, they, they've never really gotten particularly inexpensive. Um, it is a great system with some absolutely amazing games that are only on that platform, like you know, the Zelda Link Between Worlds, Super Mario 3D Land. Like, just there's so much great stuff on the 3DS, and this is, honest to goodness, like Kid Icarus fanboyism aside, I genuinely think this is one of the most impressive games they ever put on that system. Um, I, when I, I briefly had a job working for Nintendo where I was stationed in um, different Toys R Us locations to show off some, some products for them and um, they gave me a 2DS and, uh, um, to, to show off to people but I would always bring my 3DS XL with me um, you know because you, you would want to sell the, the, the 3DS XL because that was the mo- more expensive unit right so I brought mine with me and I would always show off Kid Icarus Uprising as the game for it because the general consensus of the 3DS from a lot of parents was like, it's a dinky little thing, it doesn't have great graphics, and I'd be like, okay, well, this is what the screen looks like on the 3DS XL, and I'd be like, wow, that, wow, <laughs> because this game's really impressive looking, and it was this first stage that I would show people all the time, and it was always, always impressed, because it's such a great game. Okay, let's keep things going, we've got a few tracks left. This next one is a Kid Icarus Uprising song that is coming to us by way of Smash Brothers for Wii U. Uh, this is the Smash Brothers iteration of the Dark Pit theme. Now, um, there's you know Shadow Link and Dark Samus. Uh, Dark Pit, you would think, would be a uh, 
kind of a like stale at this point. But Dark Pit's actually a really cool character. Um, it was created like as a shadow version of Pit. It was supposed to be bad, but he turned out to not really be bad either. He was just kind of like Pit with a bit more attitude. <laughs> so it was like kind of a backfire creating a shadow version of Pit. Uh, and he's a, he's a very amusing character, and uh, this he's got a really cool theme, and the Smash Brothers version of said theme, again, it's a long one, but, you know, get a straw, suck it up. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's my show, and I do what I want. <laughs> uh, this, uh, I'm pretty sure this was all, this specific iteration is just from Smash Brothers, but it is uh, um, Motoi Sakaruba, who I think was the original composer of it as well, uh, just doing a Smash Brothers-style take. So here is Dark Pit's theme from Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. 
Well, what you think of that one? <laughs> Just as you said that, I got that ending drum roll. Brimp. Ah. This is like perfect timing. Oh, wow. Um, wow. That is just so exuberant like wow so driving so there's so much energy to it it's like you see the you see the track title like dark pit you like i'm just that guy and i'm like okay it's gonna be dark and foreboding and like and uh you know i'm expecting that and then it's just like nah dude it's more like this and i'm like oh okay great that's like that's a wonderful um a wonderful surprise uh sonically i mean it was gorgeous recording i'm gonna keep saying that because i i have a feeling that this whole soundtrack just sounds like clear as a bell beautiful instrumentation just a wonderful mix uh i kind of i guess i'm saying that just as a a blanket statement for everything that comes off the soundtrack so i don't have to keep saying it um that was a lot of fun like it was i i really appreciate its energy because sometimes you play games and you do get that you know sinister dark uh you know villain music and then you know it has its place it's great it's you know something like a castlevania sure um but it's nice sometimes to get an alternate take on what the the antagonist music can be should be currently is you know, and that was a, a really great take because I feel like there are people out there who, you know, still believe that rock music is the devil's music. And I'm okay with that. Well, that's <laughs> one of the great things I love about this song is that you would Dark Pit's not the villain. He's not a villain at all. It's um, it, he's just kind of like this alternate take on Pit. Uh, so like where the music itself is not what you would expect that character's theme to be that character itself isn't what you expect them to be based on you know just the the theme of the dark version of a character uh it it works so extraordinarily well and this version for smash brothers is just it's just nuts and like the original version in the original game is great too it's just not quite as long and uh i guess singularly awesome to listen to is this one which is why i decided to, to dive into this um I don't think this exact version is in Uprising, but I could be wrong. Uh, Uprising has just a massive soundtrack. It's, it was hard to parse down like a handful of tracks to listen to that I remembered specifically because there's just so darn much of it. Um, but yeah, I, I adore this flipping song, man. It's It's got so much, like you said, so much great energy. Uh, it's just really, really fun to listen to. All these points where it just kind of drops out and comes back in. And, yeah. Uh, it just and, and like, it starts without any percussion and then it just kind of jumps in and doesn't let you go it's it's a phenomenal song that and I'm, I'm glad you said about the dropouts and comes back like the comebacks the dynamics of this are fantastic the the build up you know with the energy it builds you up and then it just drops you for a second and you're like oh okay oh no no like just that just that little minor moment of respite and then just to just kind of like not i don't want to say sucker punch you but like sideswipe you back into it it's just so good uh-huh I, it's it, it's very well done. Okay, uh, we've got two left, uh, and these are going to be um, you know straight from Kid Icarus Uprising. Uh, this next one is called That Burning Town, which is chapter three. Um, there's a burning town. Uh, it's a it's a neat part of the game. I don't remember all the details of the story around it, but I can picture the town. Um, 
and uh, this is this is a really good song. So that's why I I wound up picking this one because I remembered this tune. I just don't remember the exact um, uh, context of it within the, the the course of the game. But either way, it's a good one. Uh, it's called That Burning Town. It's from Kid Icarus Uprising. Enjoy.
right, there's that burning town. Uh, <laughs> we should probably do something about we should that. Probably put that out. Uh, <laughs> this was a. I was just looking at a video of it. I still don't remember exactly the story surrounding this specific one, but you do. You know, you're going. You're running through like a town that's burning, uh, and you uh, fight the huge raw, which is uh, basically, if if I remember correctly, it was a mistranslation. In the original manual uh, for for United States, they uh, that was supposed to be the Hydra, but they called it the Hudraw, and <laughs> they kind of they kind of made a joke out of it in this game because it's incredibly self-aware, uh, and you have to fight like the heads of this thing, and you have to fight the the giant flying version of it while it's in the sky during the flight segment in the beginning, and oh, this is really just making me want to play this game again. It's so good. Oh, this game's awesome. And this this song is great. It's so uh invigorating. It's uh, it's got it's got a really good hook to it. I just love the the I love every everything about it. It's so much fun to listen to. And this wasn't part of the um this was just for the part when you're in the town. So this is an on foot level uh, on foot section, which is why it plays out more like a traditional game song that loops instead of like the ones that are tied specifically to a a kind of uh, events that are happening. Gotcha. I mean, this um, again. I'll go back to something I said before about being epic. One of the one of the kind of words that's came come to mind was sweeping. This feels very big and grandiose and sweeping, like mm-hmm. the countryside. Like if you hadn't told me that it was, you know, it was it was uh, kind of tied to a, a, a town being on fire. I don't know that I would get that. Um, and not necessarily a bad thing or whatever. Just how my brain works. Uh, I would. I, I in my head I see like being on horseback and charging towards a thing like we have to get there in time you know the villain is gonna blah 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 and we have to get there before he blah blah blahs which is very bad for the people so that's it. I appreciate this I love it it's you know it makes it everything seem bigger than maybe it actually is I don't know I've never played the game well, it is magnificent uh, but that does leave us with one song left we're on to our last oh. song of Tragedy. the show. And I picked kind of a weird one because uh, I I like so much I really liked this part of this game um, because it just kind of really pointed out how bizarre it was. Like there's this kind of Greek mythology motif going on through all of Kid Icarus. Uh, but this is a level where you have to fight aliens. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you're in like an alien spaceship and stuff. And it's really weird and totally awesome. Uh, this song is called Aurum Island, and uh, I love it because it's totally weird. So enjoy Aurum Island.
There's Orem Island. What'd you make of that one? <laughs> so, I started laughing because I have this weird thing where I get excited. When I'm excited about something, I start laughing. And trust me, I, I'm pretty sure I've said this on the show before. It, it can make for some very awkward situations. Mm -hmm. um, I'll leave that to your imaginations. <laughs> um, but this one started, right? And it started with that low bass line, that very, like, cowboy bebop jazzy thing. And I was like, wait, what? This doesn't make any sense to anything we've just listened to. And so I, I said, all right, you know. And uh, I started laughing. You know, Chris can hear me. So he starts laughing. And uh, it becomes a giggle loop. And then, then like, the, the real kind of meat and potatoes comes in. And I was like, oh, man, all right. So independent of the game, you know, Kid Icarus, right? I think this is an absolutely great great track that can appear almost anywhere um i think it's so well done and it has like it has all the earmarks of like just a cool jazz track there's like almost an element of lo-fi to it but not in its uh tonal quality more like its composition and um as the kids say it just slaps like it's just a really cool cool like I want to walk in somewhere and this be playing and everyone stops and looks at me and is like, that dude does not belong here. Get him the <laughs> hell out of here. And, um, you know, it just, I, I can't say how, I can't talk. I, there's no words to express just how cool it is. And like, there's the ending part of it where the loop ends and it like, kind of like sucks away and you're like, oh, and then it goes, just kidding. But it just, it's just a cool, cool tune. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's a, uh, this, this part of this game <laughs> really stuck out to me. It's, this game's nuts, man. <laughs> this game goes all over the place. There's point of the game where pits transformed into something else and you got to play as something you can't really do anything with. There's like another character you play as for a little while. Like this game is just bonkers and it's, it's in the best possible way. I just love it. I just... And this track is just such a signifier of how crazy things got in, in this game. Like, when you're on a spaceship, like, as Pit with a bow and arrow and whatnot, it's like... It's it's like like Hawkeye in Avengers Endgame. It's just like, alright, things have gotten out of hand. <laughs> this, is, this is weird. Uh, and, and in the best possible way. I just... I, I love this one. I thought it was a really fun way to end the, uh, end the episode. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, speaking of ending the episode, I, oh. I think that's it for us. Happy 35th uh, birthday, Kid Icarus. Very uh, very happy the franchise is still around to some degree. Uh, maybe someday they will uh, make another one, or at least port Uprising to something other than the 3DS so I can play it in glorious HD because the game's gorgeous, but... Um, That'd be nice. That would be nice. But anyway, that's going to be our show. Join us next time as we bring you our seventh annual winter special. Yay, winter special featuring songs that Burr. get us in the seasonal spirit. Yes. Nice and cold. So, anyways, we here at the Waveback Podcast are incredibly grateful to everyone who listens, and we love communicating with you when we can. We have a couple of ways you can do that. There's the Geek Aid Discord channel, in which we have a Waveback chat, where we frequently uh, discuss all manner of stuff relating to video game music and whatever our next episodes are going to be. We also have a Waveback... 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 Waveback...
a wave back forum page not based on chickens uh, over on Facebook which you can find by searching wave back on Facebook of course you can still send us an email at mail at and while you're at it check out all our social media channels which you should totally follow like and subscribe to if you haven't already and be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com uh, Matt anything to yes, sir. anything to plug before we go uh, just my phone in to charge it's a solid plan same here bang all right, uh, we're going to leave you tonight with the ending credits theme from the Famicom Disk System version of Kid Icarus. Uh, again, this is by uh, Hirokazu Tanaka, and it's a, a, a lovely little song. Great way to end things. And I do love ending on ending credits music, so here you go. There's your song. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next time.